Hi everyone, and welcome to the 152nd episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro! Hi, guys. Churro, how's your summer? Yeah. Hot. Hot. Very, very hot. That's how I, mean, I would it's, describe... It's, just, it's not as hot as yours, though. Yeah, well, I would I would describe mine as a different kind of hot. This is a, a humid hot, whereas yours is just hot. Well, I mean, it, it's actually the humidity has gotten kind of bad, too. Like, oh, at really? Times, um, like, especially, well, here's, here's the thing. Yeah. I went to Vegas uh, last weekend. I flew to Vegas Sunday morning to attend the yep. Kingdom Mars concert. And Sweet. it was 114 in Vegas. And that is just, like, straight heat. Like, you know, not even yeah. humidity. It's just pure hot. Yeah, yeah, hot. it's just hot. And then over here in Southern California, it's more, like, humid heat, too. Oh, okay. So, okay. like, it, it was, you know, it's just bad all around. It's just like, I, I, because I, I went to um, Anime Expo in Los Angeles last month, and it was there during a heat wave, and that hot, it was different than Vegas. Even though they're same temperature, I would say Vegas's heat was a lot hotter than the Los Angeles heat. So, wow. Well, I can just tell you, uh, oh, man. I just looked at the uh, at the temperature. I'm glad I haven't gone out yet today. And uh, just looking at this temperature, I don't know if I want to. It is currently in my town, 98 degrees and 48 percent humidity. Great. No. <laughs> That's pretty rough. Actually, the humidity is humidity is pretty good. I, I think I could survive if I went outside. Yeah, because humidity to. right now for me is 85 percent. And earlier oh, in the week, bad. it was down to like 59, 55 percent. Yeah. Oh, great. And then <laughs> throughout the work week, I have to look forward to 98, 99, 94. And then it peters off a little bit because it starts raining. Thank God. Please start raining more. It has not been raining that much in in my town, and that has been not great. Yeah, uh, before before school let up, it wasn't as hot, but it was. I mean, it was still really hot. It was like ninety three degrees inside the classroom with eighty percent humidity. That's terrible. <laughs> that was like mind melting. Like. I just I couldn't think. I was just sort of like standing by the window, hoping a breeze would come. By the way, in Japan, there's no AC in the schools. Uh, well, in most schools, there's no AC, uh, especially uh, most schools from uh, elementary school through junior high school do not have AC. Some high schools have it, and that's because they are not uh, they're not government schools. So schools that are funded by the government, <laughs> public schools. They are uh, they're too cheap to get AC, and that's just that's just how it is here. There's also this uh, this kind of cultural thing, this uh, gambaru spirit, which kind of means like they they like suffering. Like it, it's good to suffer. It's good to see people suffering. Not it sounds bad. It, it, it's sort of like man, that guy's working hard. There's this like great appreciation for people that are hardworking and who can you know, in the midst of suffering, still do hard work. There's that kind of culture here. Whereas in America, we're all like, screw that. It's hot. Turn on the AC. That's us. Which I, I, I see the value of both cultures. That's been your, that's been your, uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Union culture corner segment. So right. uh, anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at KHUnion. We have a two-segment show today. We have our first segment, which is our news segment, and our second segment, which is our question segment. In the way of announcements, as always, if you guys like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ffkhunion. Our Patreon executive producers are as follows. We have Blue Machine, who's at Blue Machine, Nahika Blaui, Louis James, Barry Norton, who's at Nortron Zero, Chris Morales, 
Eric Decker, who's at Chaco Taco, Marcus Karnecki, uh, Michael Graham, Thorin Bullen, who's at Massacre 23, Zach Duranto, who's at ZDuranto58, Billy Jackson, who's at underscore Billy Jackson, Darren Matthews, who's at Doomster73, Joseph Robertson, who's at Pokemon Trainer J, and Churro, if you can take these last ones. We got Josh McNabb at J2K9, <coughs> Keith Field at The Mighty Keith, Mike, Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail, Muhammad Quayam, Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Neck 95, Patrick, Rachel Casterson at Uber Yunray, Rob Porter at Scorty Bertie 1, Tobias Cappy at The Tobias Kippy, Tyson Wallman at Ty Wallman 1, Vitanitas at V underscore Tron 5000, Zach Porter at Porter Paradox, and Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Thank you for all your support, and be a part of the show! Send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com, and you can get your questions answered like the people who have their questions answered on this show. Uh, and uh, in the way of the deep dive stream, our next deep dive stream will be August 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. I'm very, very sorry about last stream. It unfortunately had to be canceled. Uh, due to some technical issues with Elgato, uh, if any of you out there have ever used a live streaming setup, you know the pain of these setups. Like, I don't know about you, Churro, but like pretty much every time I go to do a live stream, there's always something wrong. There's always that's, something that's changed somehow. That's, uh, you know, the life of a streamer. You know, yeah. I've seen a lot of big streamers have like you know connect you know problems connecting or playing or yeah. keep up you know it's 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 frustrating there's really no yeah. one click button to do like have it's everything the craziest thing it's just like if i do it every time it's, it's the same equipment every time i didn't buy something new and then i try to do it and then just bam there's something not working i'm not getting audio i'm not getting video you know the the, the whatchamacallit the the rights system on the ps4 like the uh the drm or whatever the hdcp the hd copy protection is somehow not handshaking with the hdmi 2 point whatever properly and then it's not getting a signal and then i'm not getting video but i'm getting audio or i'm getting audio and not video and it's like ugh, it's a nightmare so that's been a part of that uh good news though uh i have recently uh uh, gotten the latest version of Adobe Premiere Pro, and uh, that will now finally allow me to start uh, chopping up these uh, pre-recorded uh, uh, recordings of the prior deep dive streams, and we can start getting those on YouTube. So any of you who have missed out on the deep dive streams can watch it on our YouTube channel, which is at khyoutube.com/khunionvids, which is probably very old and out of date right now, but. Hopefully soon we'll start getting some things uploaded there. Uh, so yeah, moving on to our news segment. Wait, we have news? I know. Like for the <laughs> look, if you guys out there uh, don't know, man, it's I I don't I don't like to vent too much, but man, it is really hard putting together these episode uh, outlines sometimes because man, there's really nothing going on. But you know. We will always prevail. This is Kingdom Hearts Union. We can make a podcast about anything. Right. And we have we have news. There is news to talk about as little and minuscule as it is. So uh and but but it's it's all good stuff. This is only only the best, I promise. So uh our first bit of news is the Kingdom Hearts 3 demo will be at Gamescom in Germany. Yay! Yeah, that was no surprise. Yeah, it's not really a surprise. But it's good to see that, you know, the King- Kingdom Hearts is still chugging along. It's going to all these big events. Yeah. You know, maybe there's no new announcements, but more people are getting to play it. And Swedex is doing a good job of just, like, promoting it, you know, with exactly. the constant, you know, attention on social media. At, you know, like you said, events. Comic-Con. Comic-Con had a huge banner. They had a little bike with, like, a fold-out, like, yeah. uh, photo uh, photo op opportunity that I saw 
you know, and you know, in addition to did that, Gamescom, did that come with the did that come with the keyblade that you can hold? No, it was just you just uh, they just pop it open and you just do like a little photo op. Like they okay. wanted you to use like Instagram, okay, you know, and they had wanted to use like a specific hashtag for it, and that was like their promotion for it. In addition to like Gamescom in London right now, there's a special media event called uh, Summer in the City, and they have like a neat. Um, Is that gaming event? It's a gaming event. It's but it's like okay. press only. Yeah, press only. Okay. So like they have the uh, the Toy Story setup, like like they did at um, Paris. Um, yeah, yeah. They have that same prop, you know, the same um, backdrop with the Toy Story Keyblade, and um, people can play the Kingdom Hearts three demo with the same demo as well, the, all the other that's, ones. That's one of the cool things that I've noticed from these uh, events that have been going on recently is they actually have a, a prop of the Toy Story Keyblade now, and that. The, uh, I'm surprised they didn't have that at E3. I'm guessing because it's a new, it was a new concept. Plus, yeah. Plus, uh, I think it would have been too big for it too. Uh, maybe. So it lo- plus, not only that, it looks like that type of setup is only for like the European. Um, yeah, may- yeah, maybe, maybe it's events. only in Europe. Yeah, because my my understanding with the uh, so with the Keyblade, like the Kingdom Key that's at that was at E3. Uh, basically, those are twelve thousand dollar props that and they, only they three had. Made. Yeah, that they had officially made. There's only three, and it, uh, there's one for each region. So North America, Europe, and actually, Japan. technically four because they made one for Taiyasue when he was oh, at E3 okay. one year. They made one specifically for him. Yeah, and they they, they they even said that not even tomorrow has one. <laughs> That's hilarious. So uh yeah uh so I've personally held the North America one and I have been in very close proximity to the Japanese one. Uh the the Japanese one uh I saw it in December. It was on display at uh at Artnia. It was actually um it wasn't outside but it was you could only see it from outside. It was like it was like a window display. Yeah, and so it was like it was that, and I think they had all those uh, those stained glass clocks that they had uh, at those stations. They had the stained glass clocks like surrounding it. So uh, I had that. That was my experience with the Japanese one. Also, I got to see uh, life size Roxas there. Uh, by the way, Roxas is very short. <laughs> Not surprising. Uh, so yeah, so that's that, that's pretty neat. So yeah, Kingdom Hearts three. Still that that same same demo chugging chugging along going to every place. I guess the the neat thing might be that uh this this will be the, probably the first time that Kingdom Hearts can be experienced with German subtitles. I guess <laughs> you know. So yeah, I guess that's good. And then uh yeah so moving on from there to some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah, it, yeah it's it, this bad news has been known for a while though. Yeah, I, I, well, so the general theme has been known for a while. The bad news is is new. So the general theme of this news is Kingdom Hearts Union Cross remains to be fairly pay to win. Uh, <laughs> the, the latest development towards this end, uh, for those of you who play uh, Union Cross, you'll know what this means. You can now buy, or, or you can now pull for, let me be very clear. This is not purchasing. You are pulling for blue fairies directly using jewels uh, with some pretty terrible draw odds. Which is um, surprising, and it's a waste of jewels, too, as well. It is a waste of jewels. So we're especially talking... With, especially, especially with no way to earn more jewels than your standard, you know, yeah. daily... 300 a day. And the charity mini uh, questions that they have, which is not even a yeah. lot either. Yeah, that's just like 200. And then the so the only real way that you can earn jewels apart from those things in a somewhat reliable way is to play the story quests. Every five quests, you get 150 jewels. So you can get quite a bit through the main plot and then through proud mode. But man, that that does take a lot. And that is finite eventually those jewels run out so yeah that's a so there there really isn't you know like you said there really isn't a good way of earning jewels so uh what's the main way to get jewels oh 
by buying them. Or by buying VIP for $15 and getting 4,400 jewels. Yeah, and then also if you're if you're still behind in the game, every few type of quests and stuff, um, you get jewels with that too. Yeah. But um, once you're caught up, it's like you have really it's no gone. way yeah. to get jewels. The other thing that I'll say that is kind of like, you know, a little heartbreaking about this. Uh, 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 so there's a lot of people that are, you know, doing this and buying these jewels and buying VIP and all this. But when you really think about it, so when you're buying these jewels, right, you know, you you, you pull on banners and you get medals, you know, let's, let, you know, not even talking about blue fairies for a second, just talking about regular, regular old medals, like nice medals that you pull for. And you get this medal, and then, wow, now you've got a really strong medal that's really useful. Unfortunately, the way Square Enix has been going recently is they have been releasing new medals like crazy. Just constantly new metal, new metal, new metal, new metal. And the unfortunate side effect of this is this very rapidly makes metals obsolete so like for a lot of people for example that uh were pulling on those uh Kyrie and Xion medals recently yeah. that that didn't have the uh they didn't have the mercy pull on them some people ha- spent like $300 on jewels and they were pulling and pulling and pulling and they never got the Kyrie or the Xion and then now just recently they added it so that you could uh get it randomly in a uh, 150 uh or, or a 1500 jewel pull that you can get any day which that's just but still no guarantee on getting it so some people spent like 300 bucks let's say hypothetically they got that jewel well these days like you Kyrie and Shion they're still good but like with the most most recent like prime medals, they come with like a lot of the same benefits of Kyrie and Shion. So you don't necessarily always need to be using them and like ugh. It's just like people they, they spend all this money to get these ju- to get these medals, and then once they finally get them, it's just like Alright, so you got it now, but it's really only gonna be relevant for the next month. And then next month, there's going to be something new that's going to be way better and way more OP than anything that you have right now. Yeah, like so, I mean, there's it's like a it's like an MMO pretty much. It's like yeah, like when you when you get the new big armor, you know, from that drop you're waiting for. Yeah, pretty soon, like in a month or two, it's gonna or it's gonna be you know old news. But in, unfortunately, exactly. when it comes to Union Cross, it's like within it's very like a day rapid. or two. Yeah, and when it's in a day or two, that rapid. new medal you got is like old news exactly like for example i just uh i just recently got uh buzz lightyear which you know uh, that that was a the big deal all last month was buzz lightyear and then even within the month they were releasing things better than buzz lightyear but i was like you know what i already started pulling on it i'm gonna stick with it and i actually now have an amazing buzz lightyear uh he's got extra attack He's got uh, uh, aerial ground, def- aerial def- aerial defense down, ground defense down, like so many different great abilities on it, and it's still okay. But then, just like last week, I pulled Roxas, the the new Roxas that they got, the tier five medal that we that we mentioned on the last thing. I got that within two pulls. I was lucky, and now that's way better than my Buzz Lightyear. It's just like oh, like thankfully. And I remain this way, and I never will. I will never spend any money on this game. I am 100% free to play. But I can just imagine someone that is paying for this stuff, that they're getting these, you know, strong medals, but then within a couple of days, bam, they're useless. And, like, like for example, when I went to E3, I bumped into uh, a fellow Kingdom Hearts fan in the, uh, in the customs line. <laughs> She was oh, uh, really? actually for she's actually from New Zealand, and she was coming t- uh, for E three uh, just to go to to E three, and then uh, we were talking about Union Cross, and she was telling me that you know she spends about three hundred bucks wow every month on Union Cross. I'm just like and, and, wow. And here I'll probably pay throw down maybe fifteen dollars 
for the VIP for a week, maybe every other, you know, maybe every two, three months, yeah. or four months, you know, just uh, yeah. so I can, like, like mainly I don't spend it for, for pulling. I usually just save yeah. those for, like, the, the Avatar boards. Like, I saved it for the Camera yeah. 3 Sora and the Cloud. Yeah. But, like, I can't really, really, I don't really want to waste it on pulls because it's like, I know I'm not going to get it. My, my luck is so bad on pulls, so, like, I don't yeah. do it. Well, that's the thing is that the way these pulls are, the only way to make it worth it is you have to have at least 15,000 jewels. If you have 15,000 jewels and the particular pull has a mercy pull after five pulls, you'll be fine. Like, basically, if the, the main way to be okay in Union Cross to be decent as a free-to-play player is save your jewels... Jewels are always valuable. The things that you buy with your jewels, that depreciates in value. Jewels always have value because jewels are literally your money. So if you save on your jewels, you know, even if a good metal comes out now and you're like, oh my gosh, I really want it. I really want it. It's going to be so good. Don't even worry about it. Just save until you have 15,000 and wait. And eventually... And when I say eventually, I mean, like, probably tomorrow, (laughs) you know, probably two days from that point, there will be a new metal that is so good and you can and we'll have a mercy pull. And if you have 15,000 jewels, you can just have it. You just have that metal and be done like no big deal. So, yeah, this whole idea of. Yeah, we didn't talk too much about this whole blue fairy thing, but. Trust me, it, it's just a, a new way for people to waste all their money. Yeah. So, I, so what's this? Uh, what's the uh, suggestion? Don't pull on these. Don't pull on these for sure. Definitely, do not pull on these. Pretend this doesn't exist. And and, it, 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 and the campaign's only what like two days. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's only there for two days. I think they're just testing the waters because they they know too that this yeah because is because the only other stupid. way to get the blue fairies is to do PvP and you know how broken yes. that is. So, yeah, and that's the thing. With PvP, PvP, basically, you have to achieve a certain rank in PvP, player versus player, that, you know, you can get these really, really good tickets so you can have the high chance of getting the nice blue fairies on it. But the thing with PvP is it's player versus player. So if a different player is spending a bunch of money and getting a lot of really good medals, of course they're going to beat you if you don't, spend a lot of money so at the end of the day the the strong get stronger and when i say strong the people who pay into this get stronger and the people who don't pay into it get weaker that's just how it is and yeah it's just really unbalanced and literally everything they're doing is just like trying to incentivize more and more and more to keep paying and like the crazy thing about it is it's not sufficient to pay just once. If you pay just once, you'll be good that week. But if you don't pay next week, well, the person who pays next week will be better than you. So it's just like all really arbitrary. So I guess my big recommendation is if you feel the urge to play through Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, don't get into PvP. Don't bother with PvP. Forget about rankings yeah, don't, don't worry. Don't, don't don't worry. Don't yeah. Yeah, don't worry about that. Don't don't worry about rankings. Don't worry about high score challenges. Just get decent enough medals that you can beat the story and see the story. Yeah, just just play for the story for now until Square Enix figures out what they're gonna do with PvP, what they're gonna exactly. do with the medals, what they're yes. gonna do with jewel obtaining besides paying for it. Yeah, just play for the story, please. <laughs> exactly. Not even like it's it's like even even like prod mode is like still difficult with the, with the some of the requirements on there yeah and i'm still stuck in the same prod mode quest and, and they already updated like maybe maybe 20 more up 20 more quests since, since yeah. i stopped playing because i couldn't and i only have like one skip ticket left to use on prod mode and it's like yeah i don't really want to use it until like they give us like an opportunity to get more skip tickets yeah I would say the one thing that is nice about Union Cross, at least with uh, beating the story, then or at least just the basic mode, there are so many good medals that are out there that 
just completely are broken when you use it in the main story and just completely ruin it and like you just go through it and there's no problem so if you can get if you can get something like a Kyrie. Yeah, like, like even a, like just one illustrated, Kyrie would just like rip through one, everything. Yeah, just one illustrated Kyrie, you're done. That's that's the whole game. You can go through everything with that. That's how I got through everything. Just, exactly. I had a Kyrie, then then like later on when I got to like you know close to the seven hundreds, I got yeah. a Shion, which is you know reversed. Exactly. So I throw both and of them on there. I just killed it. These days, these days with uh with medals. Let's say hypothetically, you know, you start up and you get some good pulls. If you can get, you know, within playing, you know, at by some point of you playing, you know, through the story, you'll probably get 15,000 jewels. So I would suggest play through it as best as you can, get your 15,000 jewels, and then pull on a banner that has a mercy pull on it, that has a really good metal on it, and that'll take you through the whole thing. Because... The same way that Kyrie is, where so basically Kyrie's main deal is that she she provides buffs and debuffs to so buffs you and then debuffs the enemy. In the same in that same way, basically any any good metal that's in a in 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 a mercy pull, they all do the same thing, but they're also attacking metals. So, like you know, you it doesn't matter. I, I don't care when you do it, like. Whatever metal is the mercy pull, it's probably going to be something that'll get you through all of the story content. Pretty much anything. Like Square does not care about the story content. They have <laughs> it's very clear. They you only know, care they only care about PvP and ranked content. Cuz that's yeah, the stuff that's the stuff that manipulates people to spend money. And it, and it's sad too because it's been like I, f- I think maybe about four or five months since we had an, an actual story update in regards to like yeah. the, the the new foretellers yeah it's been a long time and like there's like i mean we're, it's just we're so, still stuck in aladdin in the, I the know. english version we're still stuck in aladdin and what's really weird about it is that king hearts 3 is coming soon like shouldn't they be like starting up something kind of neat with the story like this would be the perfect time to have like really cool story updates that like actually involve the main story because like if that was happening then like kingdom hearts fans like us we'd be like yeah like we have to wait for kingdom hearts 3 but whatever man like the story is great now and like sometimes the 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 union cross story it gets that good like it there are some really good parts to the story but it's just so like bogged down in filler and then on top of that it's so infrequent when they release new missions for it so it's just like ugh, man that's why i i dream of the day that this gets remade as a single player console game <laughs> just take the story throw out all the garbage and give me this as a single player console game and i would love it it's just as good as any other kingdom hearts game if you only play the main part the main story so anyway moving on from there uh in interesting news uh, if you pre-order Kingdom Hearts 3 from a GameStop in Sweden, Norway, Finland, and or Denmark, you can get a replica of the Monsters Inc. Yo-Yo from Kingdom Hearts 3. It's that kind is, of a neat and random that surprise. That is so random and so cool. I, 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 I'm surprised it's limited to Sweden, Norway, and Finland, and Denmark, but hey, it's cool. It makes me wonder what kind of other bonuses will come from other countries. I'm yeah, actually definitely. surprised that, like, that Best Buy isn't really getting in on this. Like I was, I was walking yeah. through like Best Buy and like I was like, huh? I have not seen anything like Nothing. any like pre-order bonus from Best Buy. I'm like, I wonder if it's Square Enix is only focusing on GameStop because all the most Maybe. majority of the pre-orders sans you know Square Enix store. Yeah, you know, it's all about GameStop so far. Exactly. So I guess we'll see going forward. Uh, moving on from there, uh, another GameStop. Uh, related news uh there are three rumored gamestop exclusive funko pop figures for uh kingdom hearts 3 coming soon uh we have a drive form sora sora riding meow wow like in the trailer that we've seen and sora with his blasters which we've seen in various trailers uh for kingdom hearts did you did you summon meow wow when you played the demo i did not unfortunately i did see people summon it though yeah, so, he's only he's only in the Olympus 
demo. Yeah, only in the Olympus one. So I I didn't uh, I didn't get to summon that. So yeah, I didn't I didn't get to either during the at the premiere, but I was able to do it at the um, E3 demo. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. So that is really interesting. I will just say regarding this whole Meow Wow situation, like remember back in Dream Drop Distance during the ending where Sora's like, I gotta go say hi to some of my friends or say goodbye to some of my friends or whatever, and then he goes to Traverse Town and then he sees all the Dream Eaters there. Like it seems like there should be more of a story thing related to this, but is that just a story introduction for why he has them as a link command? <laughs> Yeah, I, really I think it. I mean it's gonna explain why he's able to summon. Ho- them. Hopefully, hopefully there's more story to it than that. But man, if that's all it I is, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised weird. if like if like he's able to summon like hordes of uh, dream eaters during like the final battle. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, if they could help out later, that'd be pretty neat. Because otherwise, it's kind of weird that you know they're they they have all this relevance in Dream Drop Distance to suddenly just be not that important i mean hell i mean even in a uh union cross with uh yeah. charity being a dream eater oh yeah true true what i want to see though is i want to see them explain to me how is it that the dream eaters can be summoned in the real world because that i don't think was ever explained like it was a very big deal that dream eaters existed only in the dream uh, in the sleeping world so i want to see how they explain how sora is able to summon them so uh moving on from that to more uh kingdom hearts 3 related information uh namora s- said in a recent interview that uh his favorite kingdom hearts 3 world has yet to be revealed which is pretty neat i guess but also there's namora going again <laughs> always hyping up new announcements right and then, uh, yeah, moving from there, uh, Keyblades can be leveled up. So if there's a Keyblade you like, you can keep using it throughout the game. Sweet. So, awesome. uh, Churro, is there a Keyblade that you have your eyes on that you want to level up a lot so you can keep using it throughout the whole game? Actually, I, 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 I mean, it's going to be one of my challenges, but I want to actually use the Kingdom Key from beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Since it's always, Sora's Keyblade. Exactly. So. And you always see in, like, anytime there's an official screenshot of a Kingdom Hearts game, it's Sora's usually holding the Kingdom Key. But then, you know, you always think in the back of your head, well, that's not realistic. Sora wouldn't use it. The Kingdom Key is too weak. But now, hey, maybe we can. So, yeah, yep. I'm, with you. I'm with you, Churro. Uh, Kingdom Key... But also uh, on my list would be uh, Oathkeeper and Oblivion. Same here. And the, then the, 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 um, they're the classic ones. They're classic. Plus, like if there is a Winnie the Pooh world again, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would use the you know sweet memories as uh, yeah for the for the lulls. Man, I I I don't know how significant or substantial the levels the level ups are. But could you imagine just have this Winnie the Pooh Keyblade, but it's stronger than Ultima Weapon? <laughs> That'd be so cool. Oh, man. So, yeah, I can't wait to see how, how that works out. Uh, you know, speaking of Keyblade leveling, that's something that Union Cross uh, was, was first to introduce is this whole idea of leveling up your Keyblade. Uh, what's neat about those Keyblades, though, is that as you level them up, at certain stages, they actually evolve and actually change shape. So, kind of makes me wonder: Will we see uh, different forms of these keyblades, like different base forms? Because obviously, each keyblade these days, except for Kingdom Key, uh, there's going to be transformations that they can do. Like, for example, the Monsters Inc. one; it's got the yo-yo form. It's got like all these different things that it can do. But I wonder if there will also be different base forms. And if yeah. that's the case, like I can only imagine, man, how's Kingdom Key gonna evolve? Because that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> like, it could be anything. So that'd be pretty neat. Or what if, what if Nomura was really sneaky, and you know, people thought that oh, there's no Ultima weapon in Kingdom Hearts three, but actually, you only get Ultima weapon if you level up the Kingdom Key, and then the Ultima weapon's actually secretly an evolution of the Kingdom Key. Yes. I don't know. 
that's that's something crazy that i i, I imagine tomorrow doing but uh anyway Moving on to the question segment. Our first question comes from Ultima Dandelion, and they ask, since Kingdom Hearts games have at least one release every year, what do you think they'll release in 2020? How about 2021? Uh, Probably nothing. <laughs> nothing? Because I think they're going to just go to roll with, like, I mean, Nomura's looking at a DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3, which comes out yeah. in 2019. I think he's probably going to be more into releasing things dlc for kingdom Hearts 3 okay I, I would count that as a release plus not only like that it's yeah. i think it's still too early for them to release something else a year after kingdom Hearts 3 i think they're just gonna let the the wave of kingdom Hearts 3 release just go on as long as i can okay with it so if i had to guess i would say dlc i would count that as a release or oh, oh dlc and or Okay, no, actually, I, I, I know what it's going to be. And sure, when I say it, you're going to be like, yeah, that's probably what it is. It's going to be the next version of Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. And it's going to be the version that extends beyond Kingdom Hearts 3 like he promised. So, you, so you're saying that he's going to probably release a console version of Union Cross? No, 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 no. I think it's just going to be Union Cross on mobile, but it'll be like the next version. So it'll be okay, Kingdom so it'll Hearts... Be like- Kingdom Hearts Uncle Cross. <laughs> okay, so, so you say like like the third iteration of yeah, the next iteration of this different mm. name, maybe still K H U X, but you know different name, different title, and then it's going to be dealing with content that goes beyond the main story of Kingdom Hearts three. That is true. Nomura did say that it'll continue even after Kingdom Hearts three's release. Exactly, we'll and I, I so that's my guess is that that's when you know timing wise. Like it would be like you said, it's too soon for like a proper game, but it might not be too soon for uh you know a, a revitalization of Union Cross. So that that would be my main guess. And then as for twenty twenty one, I think that's when we'll get maybe uh well by twenty twenty one the PS five is going to be out probably so maybe yeah. a PS five version of so maybe a PS5 re-release of the Kingdom Hearts games or Kingdom Hearts 1 remake. Dun, dun, Kingdom, dun. Kingdom Hearts reboot. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts reboot, exactly. I, I, I'm still firmly in the camp that I want to see Kingdom Hearts remade with the Kingdom Hearts 3 tech. So, Do you think that'll ever happen? I don't know, but I think it's a plausible thing and i think and i'm specifically saying that because they have done the due diligence of porting all the kingdom hearts games from the ps2 to the ps3 from the ps3 to the ps4 because they've done that due diligence I feel like the code base of the old games is updated more and they maybe have more access to it. And I'm saying they need to look at Yakuza Kiwami for the guide on how to do a proper, slightly cheap remake. And the way to do it is you for the cutscenes, you use exactly the same animations from the original. You use the same animations, but you apply them to new 3D models. That's the key. And then everything else, you use the gameplay from Kingdom Hearts 3. And that's what Yakuza Kiwami was. Yakuza Kiwami, they used all the cutscene data from the original game, and they just applied it to the new 3D models. And as far as gameplay, they used the gameplay, they used the world assets, like all the 3D models, from Yakuza 0, because it took place in the same locations. So, you know... As long as in Kingdom Hearts 3, or even within, with Kingdom Hearts 3's DLC, if they make an excuse to go to as many Kingdom Hearts 1 locations as possible, they can use the budget that they're using for Kingdom Hearts 3 and make stuff that they can use for a Kingdom Hearts 1 remake. That's, that's, that's my, that is my, my pitch. <laughs> Do I think that will happen? Eh, probably not. But Probably not. A man can dream. Anyway, moving on. Churro, can you take this next one? Yes, this is from Juan Mendoza, and he writes, 
Are you going to replay all the Kingdom Hearts games before the release of Kingdom Hearts 3? How far along are you? Well, yes, and that's what the deep dive stream is, and so far we're up to birth by sleep. But uh, on my own time, no. As as far as I'm going, like dr- the deep dive stream is my replay of the games. Churro, how about you? I actually want to do it. I actually, I mean, I've been I've been seeing a lot of my other friends yeah. start putting you know Twitch streams together, and yep, I really want to do that. I want to start streaming my own cool. you know playthrough all up to kingdom hearts uh three mm-hmm. and um i kind of want to do that you need to stop being lazy about it though <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's uh it's definitely hard work especially because it, it's something that you have to commit to for so long because the games are so long there's so yep. many of them and then you have to decide what do you do about the ones that are just movies <laughs> it's like to just sit and watch what do you do so it's uh it's definitely a challenging thing so, uh, yeah, moving on to the next one. This next one comes from Amaury Points, and he asks, how do you think Aqua got norded? That's actually a good question. Yeah, that's a, that's that's going to be a big question. But uh, have any um, theories, Churro? I mean, I'll just give you some, a couple of things. I mean, canonically, the, the last time we see her, or the most recently that we've seen her, is her hanging out with uh, Ansem the Wise at the at the at the shores in the Dark World. So that's the last we see of her in more recent times. Uh, the last time we saw her in Kingdom Hearts times, uh, or in in, in uh, or the last time we saw her in terms of game releases was in 0.2 and she sort of like was fading away in the darkness at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1 story but you know in terms of when we actually last saw her it was at the end of Birth by Sleep in the secret movie and she was hanging out with Ansem the Wise I, 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 I to me it's like I, I'm surprised they didn't include that scene in 0.2 because that's such like I a know. scene and I was hoping that they would add like add on to that scene from you know Birth by Sleep yeah or at least at least bridge the gap because clearly clearly she doesn't go dark in that gap she's fine so i i think there would be no harm in bridging that gap but clearly something happened after that I, I, i mean which goes to my my theory is just that scene in 0.2 when aqua finally catches up to terra and ventus you know even though they're illusions you know, you see Zayn, you know, Zaya Terranort, you know, take over, you know, appear from Terra's, you know, illusion. And he was able to get information about Ventus's whereabouts, you know, to, you know, from Aqua. Mm-hmm. And I think that since uh, Zaynort has a strong connection with darkness, he's able to project himself in the realm of darkness. Mm. And uh, to me, I think they, you know... They, they they probably fight it out themselves before she gets you know defeated and then ends up getting norded because right. basically remember um Zane you know Tara Zane or was been looking for Ventus mm-hmm. you know you know you see that during cutscenes and he spends his time talking to Aqua's armor as a way to try to communicate with it yes I think that in zero point two he finally is able to make that connection to Aqua you know in that cutscene, and so i'm guessing that that he did it once he was able to he's able to go back there again you know projecting himself through you know terra xehanort or whatever form he has and you know he finally defeats her and norts her in order to get you know her back into the realm of light as a nort and to find ventus so my theory is that he just, you know, sends uh, projects himself again to the world of darkness and defeats Aqua, and he takes the opportunity to ignore her because since Aqua's been in the dark realm of darkness for so long, her heart's kind of like slowly weakening. Yeah. You, you know, and you know, and you saw it in the cutscene in Breath by Sleep where she wanted to, you know, accept her fate and fade in the darkness. You know, it's and yeah. zero point two kind of shows that as well how her own memories are turning against her. So pretty much, she's already weakened. And that then just Zaynor just comes in for the kill, pretty much. Mm. If I had to make up my own little head cannon, my guess would be this is gonna be this is gonna be one of those rock the boat ones. Of course, I'm I'm gonna say that it was Ansem the Wise that did it. 
and he got norded already and that's why he's got his hood up and that's why he's had his hood up for so long is because he's been norded and secretly he was already half xehanort because if you look at ansem the wise he's always had those bright piercing orange eyes always i think secretly he's a he's a that's actually a good, a good, a good point too like he kind of used ansem the wise as a yeah way to I like think... to have aqua have her guard down Exactly. I think Anson the Wise is a flipping Zubelnaut, just like how they would say in the mainstream media. <laughs> Did you see all those, like, there's all these, like, mainstream mainstream media covering uh, covering uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, and they're talking about Xehanort, and there's, like, and the next Xenonort, the next Xenohort, <laughs> it's like, they can't pronounce Xehanort. It's so hilarious every time they say it wrong. So yeah, I think Ansem the Wise is a Zay Zenahort, and he Zenahorted Nakwa. Uh, Nakwa. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with that Nakwa. And uh, that's what happened. That'd be that'd be a good name for Norded Aqua. It's Nakwa. Nakwa. <laughs> anyway, I mean, yeah, because like because like you said, we haven't seen much of Ansem the Wise since we his interaction with Aqua and. It's been like I said, you know, he keeps. Plus, remember, he did tell her that you know his his own memories are fading his way as well. Yep. You know, so yep. he, you know, he's slowly succumbing to the darkness, even with a black coat on. Yep. So that's uh, those are all good points. So maybe maybe it was him. Uh, but regardless, I think that's something we'll probably. I think I think Namora has to address this. Like, Aqua can't just become a Zehanor and not. And we not find out how it happened. Like that's that that can't happen. That would be dumb. Anyway, you know, almost almost as dumb as you know, Kyrie can't just get a keyblade and not have that explained. That would be too dumb. <laughs> anyway, yeah. moving on. Uh, Churro, can you take this next one? This is from uh, Chaser of Dusk, and they write: Sometimes in the Kingdom Hearts games, we get guest characters or summons that don't have their own Disney worlds, but in a future title, they do. Which character that has been featured in the Kingdom Hearts series without their world should have their world be featured in a future Kingdom Hearts game? So if I remember correctly, we got in Kingdom Hearts 1, got Bambi, Dumbo. Uh, in Kingdom Hearts 2, there's Chicken Little. And then I guess kind of Stitch from yeah. from, Lilo, from Lilo and Stitch. I mean, uh, we, we haven't been to Hawaii yet, at least with, with Lilo and Stitch. Uh, beyond that, I mean, there's a whole bunch in, uh, or, or at least the, there's more in Kingdom Hearts 3, you know, Wreck-It Ralph, for one. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's just like, yeah, I can't really think of any. So yeah, of those characters, or I guess there's, it's not just, uh, summons, there's also like Scrooge McDuck, or, you know, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, there could be like a DuckTales world i guess i, I, I don't know ducktail section ducktails part yeah i don't have that much of a connection to that but there's also like chippendale rescue rangers or mm-hmm. yeah i guess okay so and with regards to scrooge mcduck and huey and dewey and louie and chippendale i think it would be kind of neat if we got to see them living in the disney world in the main disney world but living out those kinds of storylines like maybe you know chip and dale they uh you know they upgrade from being just gummy ship gummy ship engineers and maybe they start fighting crime in the disney world and they become the rescue rangers or, or no i guess rescue rangers they're rescuing people that's what they're doing so maybe that's that's an evolution on their jobs and then, you know, Scrooge McDuck can be, you know, like a treasure hunter. I, I think that's what he is in uh, DuckTales. But uh, th- that could be cool. Um, I guess I, Dumpo would be kind of a neat world. And, you know, there's also Bambi. Bambi would be, man, I don't know how Bambi would work. But I know that if they ever did make Bambi as a world, it would be gorgeous because Bambi, like if you look at some of the, like the backgrounds in that movie, they're just these amazingly beautiful paintings. So like I think 
I don't know if it would be a good world. I just know it would be a beautiful world if they had Bambi. So yeah, I guess I mean, that would I be think, my I mean, pick. The only thing, like, I mean, if it won't work in like in like Sora's adventure, like yeah. I think it would polish up in Union Cross. Yeah, true. Union Cross that would be a good one. Uh, also, what if? What if Kyrie had her own game? That would I think everybody cool. everybody would lose their minds. <laughs> Everyone would lose their minds, and I would love to see her in some cuter Disney worlds like Bambi. I so mean, she is a princess, so you know. Exactly, she's a princess, so she can she can do whatever she wants, I guess. So yeah, I think that that covers that one, and then uh, for our last question. Namora has been known by the other moniker, Trollmura, in the past. I think the best way to defeat his trolliness is to anticipate it before he does it. What is the biggest troll you think the almighty Trollmura will perpetrate, a, perpetrate upon us that we don't know, uh, that we don't yet know about? That's kind of impossible because nobody knows <laughs> what he's thinking. Yeah. And there are times where he'll say one thing but then do a different thing. Like yep. it's hard to predict this man. You know. So you know, let's 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 track his his trolls for, for, for Kingdom Hearts three. I guess the biggest one is Aqua being norded. That's that's the biggest quote unquote troll so far. And yeah. then I guess like his next shocking scene, I wouldn't call it a troll, but what his next shocking scene or or like just looking looking at the e3 trailers each one ends with a stinger so you got aqua being norded you got replica riku and then you got Kyrie and axel those are the three like quote-unquote stingers that he had and i would call pretty much just aqua that's the only troll so far uh yeah. i guess some other stingers from prior trailers was vanitas showing up and like whatever so are there any like big trolls that you think he might perpetrate? Like, for example, I think like Ans- Ansem the Wise being a Zehanort and being the one that Norded Aqua. I think that would be kind of a troll. Like, well, that, that would mean, be one for me. I mean, I would for me would be another troll would be Ventus actually being Norded. Oh, that would be good. That would I mean, be good. He, he's already got two out of the three Birthwish League trio. Yep. You know, and so they just get using, all of them. Using, yep, using Aqua in her Norded state to wake up yep. Ventus and yep. to Nord him. I think Dang. that would be a big troll. That would, that would be tough. All right, I got a I got a big one. I got a real big one. Sora gets Norded, and once Sora is Norded, you lose control of him and you control Riku for the rest of the game, and you actually finish the game as Riku. And Sora's an enemy. I could see the Nording happening because he was close in Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, but he was very close. That almost happened. I don't, but I don't think you'll control. I think it'll be like a pivotal moment, but I think it'll be like one of those things where it's like you rescue him before the final battle, so you re- resume control of Sora. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't be I surprised s- resuming control, but I yeah, think I don't see it going all the way through with a different character. I could see it happening for a significant part of the game. I could see it happening for like an entire world where, you know, Sora gets norded and then for the next, you know, next couple of hours of the game, you got to play as Riku and then uh, save Sora. So that's, that's my big troll guess is Sora gets norded or Kyrie gets norded. <laughs> Could you imagine? Can she get cut? Can she even get Nordic? Because she has. I a don't strong... think so. But no, because like, there's no darkness sort of, in her. There's no darkness so. in her. But does it mean can't put darkness in her? I don't know. That would be just bad. <laughs> bad that would writing, be bad. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. The deal is, it's all about being a troll. And at the end of the day, it's fiction. And you know, you can make up any rules you want to make up. So, uh, I guess whatever is the most trolly. So that would be trolly, but it would be bad trolly. Yes, it would be there, bad. There, there's no more trolling, and then there's bad trolling. Well, I think Nomura introducing <laughs> Kyrie's keyblade is pretty bad trolling. That was. I mean, th- bad. then he kind of made it up for it in Birth by Sleep, but still a didn't little bit. Explain it ex- still didn't explain how Riku got. It. Yeah, 
Man, I really want to see how he got that. And also, like, Riku getting his Keyblade. Like, there's just so much in Kingdom Hearts 2 that just goes completely unsaid. That Until until another, you had to make another game to make it work. Yeah, until but still, there's a lot that's just completely unsaid. Like, how does Riku get his Keyblade? How does Kairi get... How does he get Kairi's Keyblade also? Like, you can kind of assume that, oh, maybe, like, you know, Diz, Diz gave it to him or... Maybe Mickey got it from the Realm of Darkness or like something like that, but like th- there's no there's no explanation. So that, like all we can do is speculate. So I th- I think to some extent that's that's trolly. You know? Do you think there? What a oh, okay okay. So what about this? What if one of the trolls is Namora just does something in the plot like he just did that in Kingdom Hearts two and then doesn't explain it and then never does like. I could see that being a big troll. Like, I can see that you know, too because a certain a certain character shows up norded that it doesn't make sense that they would be norded. You know, like like what if for example Ansem the Wise he gets he's norded and they just they reveal him as norded and they you know they deal with him as a norded character throughout the game but they never explain how he became norded at all. It's just like this shocking thing. Oh, he's norded. Okay, done. Like. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. I guess, like, it makes more sense in, like, other fiction. Like, for example, Walking Dead. You know, it's a, you know, if you show, you know, if you if you don't see a character for a while, and then the next time you see them, they're a zombie. Like, you, you, you can kind of put two and two together. Like, it's a yeah. very, like, it's a very drab and bleak world. There's a lot of, di- and also in Walking Dead, there's, like, this, they have a really interesting rule for becoming a zombie. So it's not just getting bit by a zombie, but that if you get bit by a zombie, you turn into a zombie. But also, if you die of any cause at all, you will become a zombie after you've died. So, it, and you can even ex- die without even dying. Yeah, yeah. They so, showed that in the very first season. You know, like Shane transformed into a zombie without even dying. You thought, yeah. So there's like <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of different ways. So in in the Walking Dead universe, if you just a showed up with a different you know character you haven't seen in a while and they they're a zombie just randomly like you could at least put two and two together like oh something happened maybe he he got killed or you know maybe he got bit in a place that maybe we could we didn't see him get bit like you know there's a there's ways around that i think yeah you know but like but but being norted is like a different it seems kind of a big deal yeah because like you kind of want to know how it happened because you're just Wait, like, okay. now that I'm thinking about it, have we haven't seen a character get norded yet other than Sora almost getting norded. Yeah, it's it's basically, you know, you just have a piece of Xehanort in you and it, it, it's pretty much like a seed. It grows in you, kind of like how, yeah. you know, Axel and Roxas were growing their hearts. Yeah. So, so you know, it's just, she just implants a portion of his into you, and then that slowly takes over until it fully consumes you into a Xehanort. Yeah. So, I guess we'll so, have to know more about that later. But, yeah, I guess I guess that could be kind of a troll, but I think it could also be kind of well, neat. Well, 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 well Tara's the first one we've seen actually get norted. Oh, yeah, 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 true, 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 yeah. We saw him get norted. But that's, that's pretty much it. I think it would be kind of neat, though, because what if, like, more then the 13 get norted and he just starts norting like crazy and then maybe like like you is like it going to be like an everywhere, agent smith yeah agent smith everywhere you go you know you return back and like oh everyone here's norted everyone's got the 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 white hair and the the gold I, eyes and I, I mean, the only I, person left is sora i play i i could see like a number he wants to start a keyblade war so yeah yeah we're going to need you know, a lot more than 20 people yeah, so when they clash, it's going to be the start of the key, you know, summoning of the the keyblade which starts the keyblade war cuz yep. the whole plot line is, you know, the the lights be defeated by the darkness, you know, thus, you know, the world is going to be enshrined in darkness and there's probably going to be a lot more Norse than you didn't, than we're going to see. So, yeah. you know, it, it's kind of a even the way no more the more explained it that, you know, this is going to be like a rough time for the warriors of light. So it's like Yeah. It's kind of where one of the things where you know evil wins this time, but yet you yeah. know they have to dig down deep and finally defeat it. So it'll be, it'll be I wouldn't put it past Nomura to have him start norting people left and right, but like 
minus you know maybe a few of the other main characters. I want you know, them to Nort, like Nort Mickey. Nort Mickey. <laughs> That'll never happen. Disney no. will never allow that. But I still, I'd love to see it. Oh, and I would want Aqua to Nort Mickey <laughs> as I would, revenge. I would say- I would say there'd be probably a scene where, like, because, like, in the cutscene that you see in the trailer, it's almost like Mickey's stuck in a portal. Yeah. Almost. Like, he's, like, trapped. So, like, I would probably, and you see Riku, like, injured, but, like, I would see that Aqua would try to, like, like attempt to, but then Riku would come out and, yeah, you know, and defeat, finally probably be the one to do, defeat her and probably save her from being norted. Yeah. I can't That's wait to see how they... It. I can't wait to see how they get out of that situation because it kind of seems like both Riku and Mickey are kind of trapped in that situation. So, which is really, it really shows like, you know, how powerful, you know, Aqua is, you know, even in her Norded state, you know, like, because Aqua herself is a very powerful Keyblade wielder, you know, who, you know, defeated, you know, uh, Adventus. And, you know, Vinita's, you know, combo with an incomplete Keyblade, you know, a Terra Xehanort, and tra- stay trapped in the Realm of Darkness for 10, you know, 10 years or more, you know. So it's, it just shows how much power she has. And, and in her Nordic form, she's probably even more powerful. That's why, you know, you see Miki trapped. You see Riku, you know, one knee on the ground, you know, clutching his arm, you know. So it's like, I don't think she's, you know, going to go down that easily. Yeah. That's that's for sure. So I think that pretty much wraps up this uh, question segment. Moving on to our music segment. Our music for this episode is a cover of Don't Think Twice by Garrick Wheeler. It's like a metal cover. Guy. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. I was going to do a different song by him, but then I noticed he had a newer song. So I was like, all right, we'll do this one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Don't Think Twice cover, really good. And what's really neat is because he does this uh, all instrumental, it's the full song. He, he does a full cover of the whole thing, so please enjoy. So our next Kingdom Hearts Union is going to be scheduled for the 21st of August. And as always, if you guys like the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we're number one. And of yeah. course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or... KH Union's Twitter, which is at KH Union. And remember, as always, if you guys like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. And if you'd like your questions answered on the show, please send them to KHUQuestions at gmail.com. All right, Churro, it's that time again. It is goodbye time. I was going to ask you, is it the 21st or the 28th? Is it the 21st or the 28th? It is the... Oh, it's the 28th. I was going to say, I was like, hey, that don't sound right. That makes more sense. All right. So the next Kingdom Hearts unit is scheduled for the 28th of August. Oops. Anyway. Look, y'all y'all know the y'all, y'all know the score. It's every two weeks, so calculate Just, just want to make there. it right. Yes. Thank you, Churro. Thank you. We, we need that every now and that's, then. That's what I'm here for. That's, 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 why, that's why Churro gets the big bucks. Anyway, so, uh, Churro, say goodbyes. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, you know, we always appreciate your support and uh, your love. So thank you. You know, it keeps us going. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. So I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production. <laughs>